Welcome to Furniture Industry News for Tuesday, October 17th, 2023 from Furniture Podcast. Calm where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover Z Gallery's bankruptcy filing and plans to market their assets, the decline in furniture and home furnishing sales in September, consumers' increased spending plans and preference for gift cards this holiday season, the details of the upcoming CIFF Guangzhou Furniture Trade Show, and hedge fund JAT Capital Management's suggestions for changes to Overstock's board and business strategy. Z Gallery, the contemporary furniture retailer based in Los Angeles, has recently filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection, attributing liabilities between $50 million and $100 million. The company submitted its filing to the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in the District of New Jersey, as reported by Bankruptcy Company News. With a total of 21 locations spread across nine states, Z Gallery operates under the ownership of Generation Holdings, which is part of Direct Buy Home Improvements. E acquired Direct Buy Z Gallery in July 2019 for $20, $3 million after the company had previously filed for bankruptcy. In the recent filing, Robert Fetterman, the chief financial officer and interim CEO, expressed the company's intention to retain Stump & Company as its investment banker for the marketing of its assets. The filing also outlined the debtor's plans to propose an efficient and public auction process to facilitate sales efforts. If a viable going concern transaction cannot be achieved, Z Gallery will proceed with an orderly liquidation of its remaining assets and close its stores in the coming months. In addition to exploring a going concern transaction, the company will also initiate soft sales at its retail locations to monetize inventory simultaneously. Fetterman's declaration highlights that Z Gallery's difficulties are primarily rooted in severe liquidity constraints arising from a combination of underperforming retail stores, adverse macroeconomic trends, and industry-specific headwinds. These challenges include the impact of COVID-19, supply chain issues affecting profitability, and economic factors like higher interest rates, inflationary pressure, and mortgage rates impacting the housing market. To support its operations during the bankruptcy process, Z Gallery will receive up to $1. 1 million of no-interest debtor-in-possession financing through ZG Lending SPV LLC, an affiliate of CSC. According to the Department of Commerce's advanced monthly estimates, furniture and home furnishing sales in September were down 5.9% compared to the same month in 2022. While this decline is significant, it is less severe than the previous months. In August, sales were off the year-over-year pace by 7.8% and missed the mark by 6.3% in July. In terms of actual sales figures, furniture and home furnishings recorded an estimated $1.10, $998 $998 billion in adjusted sales for September, compared to $1.11. $69 billion in September 2022. September's sales were essentially flat compared to August. Year-to-date, furniture and home furnishing sales have reached $100, $18 billion representing a 4. 4% decline compared to the same period in 2022. Looking at the overall retail snapshot, September's adjusted estimated sales showed a 3 increase compared to last year and a zero, 7% increase compared to August. Other sectors that experienced declines in September included building material, garden equipment and supplies dealers, down 4% year-over-year, gas stations, down 3-5%, 
electronics and appliance stores down to 2%, and sporting goods, hobby, musical instrument, and bookstores down to 1%. On the other hand, food services and drinking places, non-store retailers, health and personal care stores, and motor vehicle and parts dealers showed significant year-over-year increases. Consumers are gearing up for a festive holiday season, determined to spend more despite the rising prices and the impact of inflation. The home category, however, faces challenges in capturing a share of this windfall. According to the 2023 Deloitte Holiday Retail Survey, the average spend for the holidays is projected to be $1,652, reflecting a 14% year-over-year increase. When compounded annually over four years, the increase amounts to a more modest 2.5%. This year, 95% of consumers surveyed plan to participate in the season, a notable increase from 92% last year and 88% in 2021, indicating a return to pre-pandemic levels. Gift cards have claimed the number one spot in holiday gifting, surpassing clothing and accessories. Home and kitchen items, on the other hand, have dropped to the bottom of the list, making way for health and wellness-related presents. While home-related gifts struggle, there is some momentum in the non-gift sector, which comprises approximately 28% of the total holiday spend, amounting to $466. Consumers are also allocating around 34% of their budget, or $554, to gifts, with the remainder being spent on experiences like entertaining at home or dining out. The survey reveals that 82% of consumers planning to shop for non-gift items will spend on home furnishings and holiday decorations. The average spend on non-gift items is estimated to be $466 to $1,001. High-income individuals are planning to spend well above the average this year, with earners between $100,000 and $199,000 setting aside $2,167 for holiday purchases, and those in the 200,000-plus income bracket earmarking nearly $4,000. Home furnishings also have the potential to attract those planning to buy gifts for themselves, with a significant portion of self-gifters making practical, useful gifts their top preference, followed by comforting, relaxing options and long-lasting use items. While almost three-fourths of consumers anticipate higher prices across the board, The survey indicates that the most significant price increases are expected in the food and beverage category. Additionally, 72% of consumers expect prices to rise in the home and kitchen sector. Despite efforts to encourage earlier shopping, two-thirds of holiday shoppers still plan to make purchases during Thanksgiving week, likely enticed by the Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals. The 53rd edition of the CIFF Guangzhou, a renowned global furniture trade show, is set to take place in March 2024. With the theme, Design Trend, Global Trade, and Full Supply Chain, CIFF will be divided into two phases. The first phase will run from March 18th to the 21st, showcasing home furniture, home decor, and textiles, as well as outdoor and leisure furniture. The second phase, scheduled for March 28th to the 31st, will focus on office furniture, commercial furniture, hotel furniture, machinery, and raw materials. This highly anticipated event will welcome around 4,000 exhibitors at the Canton Fair Complex in Guangzhou, Pajou, providing a staggering 830,000 square meters of showroom space. It is expected to attract approximately 380,000 visitors. 
During phase one, the home furniture sector will encompass various pavilions in areas A, B, C, and E, each dedicated to different aspects like design, sofas and beds, and dining and living. The home decor and textile sector will feature 700 exhibitors in eight new pavilions located in Area D. The outdoor furnishing sector will occupy five pavilions in Area B, hosting 300 exhibitors. Moving on to the second phase, over 1,000 exhibitors will present their offerings in the office and commercial space sector. Simultaneously, CIFM Interzum Guangzhou 2024 will also be taking place showcasing technologies, machinery, materials, and components from more than 1,400 Chinese and international brands. Numerous thematic events, design exhibitions, seminars, and conferences will be held throughout the eight-day duration, including the CMF Trend Lab and the China Smart Sleep Exhibition. To enhance the experience for international buyers, CIFF offers the Inner Biz Club, which provides additional services. Furthermore, the organizers will arrange factory visits based on buyers' requests. In addition to this event, it is worth noting that CIFF Shanghai 2023 experienced a 10% increase in international attendance. A hedge fund called JAT Capital Management has expressed its intention to make changes within Overstock. In a recent regulatory filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the hedge fund, which holds a 9.1% stake in the company, outlined its recommendations for improvement. These suggestions were reportedly shared with Overstock's board in a letter on October 12th. JAT Capital Management's recommendations include 1. Granting Marcus Limonis, a renowned turnaround king who recently joined Overstock's board, an elevated position, possibly as the executive chairman. 2. Developing a comprehensive business plan that outlines financial objectives for the next one-month, three-month, 12-month, and 36-month periods. Progress toward these goals should be regularly communicated with investors. 3. Overhauling the management and board compensation structure to reduce or eliminate cash compensation and prioritize stock option participation. 4. Offering the CEO a significant option package at price levels above the current market price, aligning their interests with shareholders. 5. Initiating a strategic review of non-core assets, particularly the Medici subsidiary, and potentially considering a sale or spin-off. While JAT Capital Management is not traditionally an activist investor, their filing suggests growing frustration with overstock, leaving open the possibility of pursuing further strategies such as a proxy contest. Overstock is yet to respond publicly or submit its own filing with the SEC. Overstock recently completed the acquisition of the Bed Bath & Beyond brand and its intellectual property. The company's third quarter results are scheduled to be reported on October 26th. In the first six months of the current fiscal year, which ended on June 30th, Overstock experienced a 25% decline in net revenue to $803 million. On August 1st, Overstock.com relaunched the Bed Bath & Beyond brand. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from Furniture Podcast. Come to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes.